Hello everybody, welcome back to our Knowledge Group podcast where we aim to give you a forward look at what speakers intend to cover at upcoming Knowledge Group programs where we're going to be looking at the webcast titled FERC's new refiling requirements and what you must know and do. So we'll be going live with the webcast Tuesday, April 27th from 3pm Eastern Standard Time. And never fear if you're not able to join us live, we are recording that, making it available at a time to suit you. So however you choose to listen, be it live or on demand, registration information, as always, is in the description box, along with some information about our speakers and what they intend to cover. And I'm pleased to introduce Brandon Connors on this podcast, an associate at Holland and Knight. And we'll also be joined by Matthew Bly, a partner at Duncan and Allen, the other speaker for this program. So more information about Matthew and Brandon that's found in the description box down below, along with the code PODCAST25. And I mention this every time, but PODCAST25 will give you 25% off that very first webcast registration. So it's always a good code to keep a note of. But for now, that's enough from me. We'll turn things over to Brandon and to Matthew now. My name is Brendan Connors. I am an associate at Holland and Knight uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, I specialize in representing uh, electric utilities in a variety of regulatory litigation and transactional matters. Uh, a large facet of my practice is representing utilities before the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, or FERC. Uh, in uh, especially actions that arise before FERC under the Federal Power Act and PERPA, the Public Utility Regulatory Policies Act. Uh, my presentation today, uh, during the webinar uh, will walk uh, listeners through FERC's Order 862, which was issued in the fall of 2019 and clarified this past year on the proper method for delivering uh, certain filings before FERC uh, by hand uh, that cannot be submitted electronically uh, through their e-filing system. Uh, but I want to embed that discussion, uh, which is fairly brief uh, in my mind, in a larger discussion uh, about uh, making filings at FERC. Uh, FERC still favors, overwhelmingly favors, electronic filing. And there are a host of recommended practices and submission guidelines that practitioners before FERC should be aware of. And I would like to walk listeners uh, and viewers through those best practices and guidelines, uh, drawing upon my own experience before FERC, as well as those uh, of my colleagues uh, whom I work with on a day-to-day -day and week-to-week -week basis. And uh, I hope that the discussion will be helpful uh, for those who listen in. My name is Matthew Bly, and I'm a partner with Duncan and Allen in Washington, D.C. And my practice focuses on utility regulatory uh, administrative law. And during the webinar, uh, my presentation is going to focus uh, on the practical aspects of FERC filing, but with more of a more of a uh, focus on some of the difficulties and uh, tricky areas you can get into when you're filing with FERC. Uh, at least in my experience, as a general rule, FERC seems to like to make everything a little bit more difficult than it needs to be, and that can cause problems for even the most seasoned practitioners. And so, 
During my presentation, I'm going to walk through some of the issues that have arisen um, since FERC adopted its modern uh, rules of practice and procedure uh, back in 1982, and uh, just some of the unfairness, uh, some of the difficulties, some of the kind of no-win scenarios that uh, trying to navigate the FERC filing requirements uh, you can find yourself in. Uh, also going to focus on the uh, clarification to Order 862 and some of the issues that I see with that clarification um, in that it's supposed to be a backstop. Uh, you are unable to get access to your uh, e-filing account or something like that. If there's an e-filing malfunction, then there's supposed to be this backup option, but there are a number of uh, pretty clear issues and uh, subjective interpretations associated with that that uh, likely will make a lot of practitioners uh, a little bit nervous. So um, those are the things that I want to cover, just trying to give a holistic view of the things that you should be looking for so that you can cover your bases when you are making a FERC filing. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget more information about our speakers, the full agenda, and how to listen to this webcast. That's all found in the description box down below. Never fear if you're not able to join us April 27th at 3 p.m. Eastern. We are recording this webcast, making it available on demand. So whenever you're free to listen, you'll be able to listen to the program. However you do choose to listen to this event, we look forward to seeing you at your next Knowledge Group webcast. And until next time, this has been the Knowledge Group Podcast. Take care, everybody, and bye for now.